You're listening to Marcy Lynn once again on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. Hey, 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 happy <laughs> Thursday, happy Thursday, hallelujah, happy Passover for those that celebrate, happy Ramadan, I think it's over, happy, this beautiful spring. Happy everything. Okay, we had some serious rain, I see flowers coming up in front of my house, thank you Harry for the wonderful induction, introduction as always. So today, y'all, we're getting right serious, you know, for Passover. <laughs> <laughs> so have you ever been in a situation where you had to work with somebody professionally and couldn't wait till it was over because you knew there was another side that was going to be phenomenal? I'm here. And I am here with someone that is, um, has been life-changing to me for personal reasons, but he is about to be life-changing to some of you with some advice, but not technically legal. <laughs> but we'll talk to we'll talk legal about that information, as well. yeah, not legal information, <laughs> information that you can take and run and see what happens with it. Um, I have attorney Sinclair Williams. I do the Esquire because I just like the Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> I will do attorney in the front, Esquire in you know, kind of hooded <laughs> <laughs> of New Haven Legal. And I tell you, this man, this young man, I'm so proud of who he is. I'm so proud of him. I research him and i always tell everybody yeah call down there even if you don't get sinclair get someone because the office itself is brilliant so i'm going to give him the opportunity to introduce himself like i don't know him because you guys know everybody (laughs) i bring up here i know and they introduce themselves totally different from what i do so hi hello i love you i miss you you. i'm so happy to see you so good to be here (laughs) so who are you (laughs) <laughs> yes thank you mm-hmm. um i am an attorney i never say esquire but yes I'm, i know i messed with that uh housing a <laughs> lawyer at new haven legal assistance mm-hmm. um it's a, it's funny this is my 10th year in new haven wow um, it's 10 years and so i'm like starting to feel can i say i'm a long-term new haven resident i don't know you, if i can or not but listen you know. once you're here you're going to be long term so that's right it. so exactly. just start that way yes. <laughs> um, we welcome you and we love you so thank you Yes, and yes, thank you yes. for coming on our community radio here at New Haven Independent, literally down the street from you. So right. <laughs> walk like 10 seconds and you're here. Yes. So, easy. Yeah. 205 yeah. Orange Street. So you are basically housing, right? So you have a lot of um, information that people need to do. And with COVID and everything that we just went through, right now it's got to be ugly with evictions. So mm-hmm. what um, is the impact evictions legally emotionally financially etc like right now you're you're dealing with people on all aspects some of them have to use you mentally because there's nobody out there mentally for them right so yeah there's so many it's it's been a crazy couple of years Mm -hmm. um you know since covid happened and so many people struggling with work struggling with different things Mm -hmm. and then rents have gone up like 20 percent um in Mm. the past two years in new haven vacancy rates are incredibly low and so there's just so many people who are struggling to afford rent and there's so many landlords who are just, you know, trying to flip buildings and, and turn over buildings um, to turn people out. Quickly. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so the people selling their houses and then t- 
telling the people that have been there for years and years and years the rent is going to increase to a point where they can't afford it. Exactly, which is so destabilizing for people, mm-hmm. both even like getting an eviction notice, mm-hmm. like for people, you know, whether they actually get evicted, whether they get kicked out or not, mm-hmm. they have to spend money, they have to go to court, maybe yeah. miss work, yeah. miss yeah. days yeah. of work just to show up in court, because if they don't show up in court, you know, if, it's if adding a, a financial stress, pretty right. much adding financial stress, which mental stress and emotional, you know, just physical, right? All that, right? So, <laughs> one then, thing leads to the other. Not to mention if you get actually kicked out, and you know, anything. When you say that, it kind of segues into the next question about um, when uh, landlords are legally allowed or not allowed to evict someone, because a lot of people don't understand that portion mm-hmm. of it. And I'd like this to be in the archives so they can go back and say, <laughs> okay, well, I'll use what the information that I was given, not the advice, but the information I was given on this show. Right. So, yes. I don't know. So, I mean, it really depends on the circumstances, right? But mm-hmm. generally speaking, um, there's two main reasons that uh, we see people getting evicted. Mm-hmm. One is either for non-payment of rent. Mm-hmm. That's like the technical term, mm-hmm. which, you know, a lot of people, they'll have agreements with their landlord, right, to pay late mm-hmm. or, you know, pay on a plan. Mm-hmm. Or they'll have kind of these unspoken ideas of like, oh, I don't always have to pay my rent at this certain time. Mm-hmm. But if there's nothing in writing mm-hmm. saying, oh, I have an agreement to pay late, like, Literally a day late after the due date, a day after the 10th. So technically, any tenant has a right to pay by the 10th. But the next day, anytime, if you haven't paid rent, the landlord can evict you automatically. Even if you had a spoken verbal agreement otherwise. Unless it's in writing. Yeah. They can get you out. One more time. Unless it's in writing. I mean, like, (laughs) R-I-D-I-N-G. Get it in writing, y'all. Not not, not no fake pen, not your pen and shit, not on paper. If you can... You could look up contracts and legal zoomer contract or something and have something formatted. Take them, take your landlord to the bank and have it notarized. Right. Go for it. Harry's doing my microphone because I can't hear myself, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know whether it's my headphones or what. Thank you, Harry. Mic check, mic check. Mike, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now after that, like what happens next after the 11th? Okay. But so, uh, let's get one other. Thing I'll bring up first is so non-payment of rent is one big one, and then lapse of time is the other big one. What's is, lapse of time? Explain yeah, that to me. It's this weird legal term, but it just means that your lease ended. So you know, a lot of our clients they've been living in the same place for years, uh, or even sometimes like decades. I right? wouldn't have known what that was. Right, and they think, oh, you know, I don't need a lease. I've been here for ten years. But if you don't have a new lease every year, a new written contract mm-hmm. at any time. Either your current landlord could evict you, in, or the new one that's coming that you didn't know that's selling. It. Right, exactly. So that happens all the time. Someone new buys the building, mm-hmm. and the person living there is like, "I don't have a lease contract right now, but I had one for years, you know, years ago." And the new landlord's like, "Too bad, mm-hmm. I can kick you out." And the notice for that is as little as three days, which is crazy. Really? Like they give you the notice of lapse of time, and you have three days to go. That's it. Okay, so you guys understand what he's saying. What I'm saying to you is if you do not have an annual lease time and get that lease signed and have it in your hand at any time after that first lease, because I know a lot of people that probably been 10, 11 years and they just go, okay, well, I just keep paying my rent. Right. But they've never gotten a new written lease. Right. Get a new written lease right now. Yes. Get it right now. (laughs) Okay. Because you only have three days if you get lapse of time. Yes. Oh, boy. Wow. So- Nuggets, beautiful nuggets. I'm glad they'll be in the archives forever. For sure. So, when you say what ha- I asked, what happens next? Right. Um, what should 
I do if I get evicted, eviction notice automatically. Right. Yeah. So if you get a notice, it, it can be as little as three days. Often it's more. It mm -hmm. really just depends on the situation. Mm -hmm. um, but if a renter gets a notice, then that doesn't mean that the landlord can literally kick them out on the street Good. at the end of those three days. Or there's, there's always a date on the notice, the quit date. Mm -hmm. I don't know why it's called that. Notice to quit. It's notice to quit. I don't know why it's called that like you're losing a job. You're losing your house. <laughs> it's quit. <laughs> Um, quit living in right. a building. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. But if you don't move out by the quit date, that's the date that the landlord can start a case in court. So they cannot that's force you it. out. Okay. They can't take your stuff. Mm -hmm. They can't lock, change your locks, cut off your utilities. None of that. That doesn't mean not get nervous, though. Right. It means it doesn't mean just, oh, because I got more time. I'm just going to no, whatever. No. I'm going to lapse the time. It, you right. Because <laughs> you do not want a case filed in court if no. you can avoid it. Because mm -mm, it's going to jack up. You're not going to go nowhere else. Right. It's so bad enough you got to have credit. That, you know, it's house buying credit now to rent. It goes. You know, especially in New Haven. Come on now. 700. Right. Yeah. I don't even know people that. I know a couple people that have 700 or better. Right. But as far as, you know, people that would have to rent at that point. Mm -mm. Yeah. Mm -mm. That's... Especially if you're 13 years in a lease, a place you've been in. You haven't even thought about your credit because you haven't worried about the fact that quit and lapse of time and all the things. Right. The technical terms. Yep. So the so. first thing that if you're trying to move somewhere else, if you talk to a new landlord, they're going to look up whether you have an eviction case filed. And as soon as there's a case started, even if you win the case later, mm -hmm. even if you win, even if mm -hmm. you get it dismissed, mm -hmm. that still stays publicly online for a year. Mm. And so you don't even want the case filed if you can avoid it, which yeah. is why if you get a notice, you should immediately call. So there's a statewide hotline. Um, it's 1-800-453-3320 um, for statewide legal services. You should immediately call to try to get mm -hmm. some legal services, yeah. some legal help yeah. um, to work out something with your landlord before they start a case. Mm -hmm. Give that number. Of course, my phone is always ringing when we're on the show, but it's, it's buried long enough for you <laughs> to hear it. So this is my confusion. I, I, I could see where people would get confused on that. So. They call the number and then they get someone assigned to their case. So it takes a, a, maybe a few days for that to happen. Right. Because people always get upset, say, oh, they don't answer, they don't answer, they don't answer. But yes. you got to remember, what's going through this world, especially in New Haven, and you guys are specifically New Haven and housing, there's a few of you, but you guys have the workload of the world, it, it seems like. Because I know people that I've sent you to just alone, right. <laughs> their situation's <laughs> a workload. You know, So we try to do the best that we can to help them out. So first... Lapse of time, do not take it lightly. Mm -hmm. Get a lease. Mm -hmm. If you haven't had one in a few years, get a written lease. And if you have a different agreement besides your lease, take your landlord to your bank and get it notarized for free. How about that? That works. Now that's Marcy <laughs> advice. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm just making sure we're on the same page here. <laughs> for sure. I know a little bit. I mean, I've kind of been through it. Um, so what are the advantage of you know just having that year-long lease the, i mean like besides the fact that you have it mm -hmm. um after you've been there for 13 years and now they decided oh by the way i'm rent raise your rent because you asked for at least 200 dollars. right so that's the other thing about you know rent increases if you have a lease your landlord can't raise the rent during the time of the lease so mm -hmm. if you start a lease now it's a year long six months from now your landlord says hey mm -hmm. i want to do some stuff i want to raise your rent they yeah. can't do that yeah that's yeah, illegal yeah yeah, yeah. But if you're not in a lease, if you're month to month, at any time, the landlord could say, I want to raise your rent next month. Yeah. And unfortunately, right yeah. now in Connecticut, that can be yeah. any amount. Like there's no. Listen, they could double it. Yes. I mean, I know some people that are still paying seven and $800. You know, it, that's, that, I mean, it's a two bedroom. 
that we'll pay $1,500 for three bedrooms. I am advising them, and I, I, I just tell them straight up, get a new lease, make sure it stays that way. Because right. if your landlord finds out, even if they said to you, okay, you'll stay the same forever. Right. They've just said it to you. Right. Yeah. So, oof. Get it in writing, y'all. That's the old idea. Is that just, <laughs> you have to realize there's rights both ways, you know, because you go and find out the rights and find out you really don't have the rights that you thought you had because yeah. you ran out of money and because your landlord said he was going to. Um, verbal doesn't work. Yep. Yeah. So, um, give me some legal requirements for serving eviction, like to... Okay, so, and, yeah. so this is something that people always say. It's like, oh, my landlord put an eviction notice under my door. That's no good. They're not allowed to do that. They That is good. They are allowed to do that. Um, it's kind of this weird It's this weird standard where at, as soon as the landlord, or usually they have a marshal serve it. They'll have uh-huh. some other person. Yeah. Um, actually, they have to. The landlord themselves cannot be the one who gives you an eviction notice. It has to be a marshal, someone else. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, usually yeah. it's a marshal. Yeah, yeah. Um, but other than that, as long as they put it somewhere where someone else can't access it, it, right, where you would have to see you it, or walk some, on it, right? <laughs> if it's under your door or mm. in your hand, mm. that counts. That is good enough. Listen, pay attention. Pay attention. Call the number. What's that number again? One more time. So this is the statewide legal hotline yeah. number. Mm-hmm. It's one eight hundred four five three thirty three twenty. And then there's also a website. So ctlawhelp.org has great legal information about all kinds of subjects mm-hmm. and if you go to ctlawhelp.org slash evictions mm-hmm. that has all the information that i'm saying and more this whole process in layman terms too in so the thing about terms. it you don't you go into that what's that little booklet they have for housing where you, the, the landlord tenant right booklet right yes uh-uh lapse of time and quitter in there. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay so we already explained to you some of y'all probably didn't know what lapse of time and quit meant right so now that we have an idea we still really don't understand quit but quit will It'll yeah. come around eventually. So it's a great website. It's not, they do not have to hand it to you. They can slide it on your door. Yep. Um, I think the only thing you really can't do is put it on your car windshield. You know, that type Probably of thing. not the car <laughs> yeah. windshield. They will put it on <laughs> people's it, doors sometimes. Yeah, on your door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And then everybody will know. And it's that type of thing. But um, I really, really appreciate that information. I'm just amazed that I just learned so much so quickly. <laughs> so I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> it's like a fire hose. <laughs> so now, this I've heard a lot where your landlord changes your locks and turns off this and turns off that. Mm-hmm. I don't know the specifics of that. Um, and I've seen landlords or literally call people to move people's stuff out of the house. Right. The landlord cannot do that. So the only person who can literally move you out of a house is a marshal with a court order. Mm-hmm. The landlord themselves cannot start changing your lock. They can't, you know, change your locks, cut off your utilities or move your stuff. So if, if they, you know, do any of those, if they go in your house or try to actually lock you out, mm-hmm. that's a crime. That's mm-hmm. literally a crime mm-hmm. that you can call the police. Mm-hmm. Um, and the police could even arrest the landlord yeah, for that. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if they just go inside your house without your permission and mm-hmm. move your stuff or take your stuff, that's something that you can sue the landlord for. Okay. Um, and you can sue the landlord for up to a month of rent, actually, mm-hmm. if they go in your house without your permission. Oh, wow. So that's the thing you need to understand, too. They, Marshall can come, and sometimes they'll come like with a U-Haul or whatever. The Marshall's going to come, up. but they always come. So if the Marshall's coming, by that point, you should have gotten a notice to quit. Mm-hmm. You should have gotten a court summons mm-hmm. saying that you have a court date. Mm-hmm. You should have gotten a judgment saying mm-hmm. that the landlord won in court. Um, and all of that 
hopefully it doesn't know, get there because mediation doesn't get there yeah. right and yeah. so if you get a court summons you mm. have to go to court you have to actually you appear not you can't not go file to court. An appearance I, I, people think they can go and file an appearance in the housing court you can't you got to be there you have because you have the opportunity to, for mediation right. now you're getting that legal legal uh, plan right or, or legal agreement even yeah. at least filing mm-hmm. an appearance. So mm-hmm. a third, like even a third of cases right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. like people lose by default because they never go to court. They never file an appearance. They never show up to court dates. They never fill out the form. There's like a third of people cases mm-hmm. where people just never show up yeah. and then immediately they, they get evicted without even having a chance to fight. And that's a shame because I know some people that are in hospitals and things like that, but you can reach right. out. How do you like explain? And that's an off like off subject, but sure. I know people that are in the hospital and are disabled and mm-hmm. unable to um, address the issue. How do you advise them or give them the information that they need to get in touch with the court to change their date or to, to let them know the situation? Right. And what documentation do they need? Like if you're in the hospital, who do you need to have at the hospital contact? I mean, they have patient relations. Right. And that's usually who you go to with that. I know, right? That's a great yeah. question. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, typically we would tell people to call the housing court clerk. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, in New Haven, for example, all housing cases, there, there's a housing court clerk mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. kind of keeps the schedule and keeps track of who's, you know, going to yeah. be late yeah. or anything like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to miss a court date, um, you would call the housing court clerk. And then if you know in advance, you ask for a continuance. Yes. That's like the, le- this is the weird legal term to yeah. say like, yeah. can we push my court date back? Can we get a different date? Can we date? keep this going until yeah. I can get there? Because... Mm-hmm. I'm in the hospital. That's a very good reason <laughs> to say you I'm need in the hospital. Time. I'm, you know, I can't. I'm immobile. Right. You know, and not immobile because you can't get a car. You can't afford the bus. Or you, those are not excuses. Not, you know. Right. Um, you can, you know, if you're healthy enough to walk, walk. Right. But just know that there is a way to extend your case and don't just give up. Because I've seen people just go, oh, I'm just not going to. I can't go. I just right. can't go. I said, yep. if you contact somebody, communication is key. Yes. Everything works better with communication. I, yes. I am avid about text messages. Yes. You know, and I'm like, Marcy advice. Listen, take listen, that. Everybody yeah, take yeah. that. <laughs> I'm avid. Listen, I have had a text message with you is, is a type of an agreement if I need to. And then another thing I do, too, is they have general mailboxes mm. for systems. Right. Even though, you know, somebody's probably not going to pick it up. So after the situation, after you've called, send an email to the general email just so i just had a conversation with whomever and just want to make sure that it's understood that i need a continuance because of this that and the other right and then just send it off it's done you know but um i've seen people that just go nah oh well i can't do it yeah and i mean if you ask for it you might not get it right the judge can still say no yeah but if you don't ask yeah you're not gonna get it asking you shall receive listen you eviction will happen right (laughs) okay (laughs) communication is key again i'm gonna say that communication is key communication and paper in this situation is key too so you need to have some paper with some of the things that you got right so i lost my place give me a minute (laughs) 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 talking about but i had to get that question out i was like wait i never asked that question are we already asking okay so you had asked me something that i never finished answering but i don't know what it was (laughs) oh i'm sorry was it the oh no 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 i I probably was serving eviction we did that okay um and then moving the stuff Oh, did that cause, but oh did, yes. There was something else about that you wanted to mention? Um, no, I think that was it. Just that, yeah. If if they, you know, you know, trying to move I talk so fast, you. so yes, you're you know, good. Just, wait, Marcy, she talks <laughs> fast. Wait, oh, slow down. <laughs> but I'm just like, I want to get as much information as I can in the time frame that we're in. Yeah. And I know I'll probably have you again. You know, after. Uh, <laughs> Yell takes over an entire New Haven and nobody can get no. an apartment. So. <laughs> well, I'm not speaking that into existence because 
we are going to take over New Haven. Yeah. Uh, so that's the way that needs to happen. So this is a big one. Okay. Because I've seen people go get light bulbs and go to th- for their apartments. Yes. Who is responsible for like a light bulb, um, mm. uh, a fire alarm, even like a blinds? Right. I have people go run out and get blinds because they think they have to get blinds and like blinds is part of your. So as a d- after a certain time frame. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. So who's f- who's supposed to fix the apartment? So as a default, right, the landlord is responsible for fixing the apartment and making sure that it's in a good condition. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a whole list of things that are always required for a landlord to fix. And mm-hmm. there's some things that it might depend on the lease. So like there's some things that maybe, you know, for, for light bulbs, for example, the landlord could try to like, you know, put in your lease uh, that you're responsible for that. But generally speaking, right. There's... You have the fancy schmancy ones that cost $7 each, you know? Right, exactly. Gotta, generally you speaking, only can get them from there. <laughs> repairs are the landlord's responsibility. And then there's also a whole list of, like how fast the landlord has to fix certain things. Mm. Um, so you know, where can they find that list? So this is if you go, if you actually, I'm not even sure what the website is, but if you Google LCI, Livable City Initiative, mm-hmm. that's the housing agency mm-hmm. of New Haven that's responsible for enforcing the housing code, making mm-hmm. sure housing is safe. Yes, um, they have a website, and part of the website says housing code enforcement, mm-hmm. and then on there, there's a list of common violations and required remediations. Mm. So, for example, if you have no heat, it's like a seven hours is when they're supposed the landlord's supposed to fix Within it. Within seven hours, with no electricity, again, I don't seven think people hours. understand that. No, <laughs> you guys don't realize that like seven hours. I've had people wait for days and days and days without heat. Yep, and I didn't even know that. Right. But now, okay, I know people get scared of the phone call to LCI, but they are here to help you. They and are. you need to contact them. Yes. I mean, I don't care if your landlord's your best friend from age two. You have to realize that you have some type of rights. Nobody should be without heat, right? water, electricity, or Leaks, whatever is wrong with them. When mice, you have, roaches. We <laughs> should I, dare I say mold? But anyway. Uh, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that alone. Um so now you understand. I had a situation where my light bulbs were expensive and I could only get them from the management company at that time. Oh, wow. So I went ahead and got the light bulbs, but then I was like, okay, I got the light bulbs. Can you change them? Right. It came four days later to change the light bulbs. I'm like, going, you know, whatever. Right. But if they got them, I'm neither here nor there on that one because I just could help people through what I know from what I had to go through. Right. So all it was was a lesson for me. If I got nothing else out of it, I got a lesson from it. Yes. So. I want to really, really know what people should do. Like, like besides, who do they contact if the locks are changed? Does, is that LCI too? Or if the locks, locks are, are changed, changed, they should call the police. Okay, that's the difference. So yes. I want people to understand if they remove the stuff too, right? Right. If so they, they remove your stuff, or the locks are changed. Right. Now for regular regular maintenance items, yes. Go on to the white the LCI website, right? So I would say a few things. Mm-hmm. If there's maintenance issues and there's just repairs not getting made, mm-hmm. the first stop is always like to actually try to get the landlord to do it. Mm-hmm. And so that's you know phone calls, that's emails, that's text messages, mm-hmm. that's online maintenance requests. Always again, get it in writing. Records like, have some mm-hmm. sort of on- <laughs> written record mm-hmm. that you ask them to make the fix. Yes. Then as soon as you do that, you know hopefully that day they respond. If they don't respond by the next day. Then you can go and call Livable City Initiative if you live in New Haven. Um, there's, you know, it depends on where Everybody you live. Everybody has, yeah. There's Quinni- agency, Quinnipiac Valley Health yeah. Department. Yeah. West Haven has their building department. Yeah. Um, but every city, every locality has like an agency in charge of enforcing mm-hmm. yeah. housing safety. Or you could just look up enforcing, you know, housing 
right. requirements in whatever city. Right? You, you can go to, again, this website, ctlawhelp.org, Law and this time, ctlawhelp.org slash repairs. It's okay. a whole website just on this one issue. So listen, that's something you need to keep in your data bank. I mean, even if you put it in your phone, just to say, okay, I need to find out what this is. And yes. Whatever the situation is, like if it's housing or it's whatever it is. Yes. Yeah, repairs. Absolutely. And, so now it's an easy fix. Now, my question, and this is another one off, what does somebody do if they're not computer literate? If they're not computer literate, that's a great question. Um, I think if they know anyone who is computer literate, because I think, you know, you can always literally go in person to City Hall, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like in New Haven, if you go to City Hall, ask them for housing code or housing mm-hmm. enforcement, mm-hmm. they'll point you to LCI and mm-hmm. you can talk to them in person there. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's probably the best thing, mm-hmm. you know, if they don't have a phone, if they don't have a computer, then they can go in person to City Hall in New Haven. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it would be calling LCI. It would be calling phone. Yeah, using the yeah, phone. Yeah, having so, someone who has a phone who can look up the phone. Number. Thank you. I just, you know, I'm sorry. You know, I do. I just come up right. with the questions that need to be answered. Yes. And I need them to be somewhere where I go listen to this. Right. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm like that serial entrepreneur in me goes, listen to this show, listen to that show. Right. You know, so that, I, I really just wanted to get that question out there because a lot of people don't know. It's very real. Now, the big, big question. Before I do that, you are listening to Marcy Lynn once again <laughs> on WNHHLP 103.5, New Haven Independence Community Radio. Thank you for tuning in. I am with my wonderful friend and information warehouse. <laughs> Send attorney, listen, I'm going to do my, my way. Attorney Sinclair Williams Esquire, mm. even though he don't use Esquire. I like Esquire. <laughs> As, you know, I get bougie sometimes. Y'all know how I am. <laughs> but, I take it. Yes, yes, yes. But he's telling, giving us nuggets. So if you missed the show, please go on to New Haven Independence website dot org. And I don't know whether you can click me, but if you can't click me there, then you can go to um, Facebook New Haven Independence page, and then look up my show. Just go back to right around this time. It should be on there. And then you can also go on YouTube, which I found out, and just search Marcy Lynn. Don't forget the e m a r c e y l y n n. And skip past some of my morning shows <laughs> <laughs> and find and find this show today or any show that you have missed. So wait, can I plug my social media? Please as well? do. We need to get in touch with you. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not. I don't know. I don't but, know how many people no, I want to get in no, touch. But <laughs> I, listen, no, it's fine. It's funny. I, I started making TikToks and Instagram and it's crazy because I haven't had a chance to even because you sent me the info. I'm like, I got to. Let's get Sinclair. Now I got him on a show. I got to get Sinclair. It's like, how am I going to send you the show? Yes. <laughs> Please do. No, yes. but it's just The Tenant Lawyer on mm-hmm. TikTok and Instagram. You can oh, find The Tenant me. Lawyer. The Tenant Lawyer. Oh, wow. Okay, I might guys. change it at some point, but. <laughs> That's nice. The Tenant Lawyer. Thank I like you. that. That's right. Yeah, because it's good because everybody thinks lawyers are landlord lawyers. You know, right. So. That's a really nice hook. I like that. Thanks. Okay. So here's the big question. Okay. When can a tenant legally. Mm-hmm withhold from paying rent y'all listen up now <laughs> right this is a big question never when wants can to you know. hold your rent in your pocket listen. never this is a trick question never you can never, never le- ever, legally ever, withhold ever, paying ever, rent. ever 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 never no no never Mm-mm. you can do other things there is things that you can do but if you just stop paying your landlord rent they always have the right to evict you if you want to stop paying your landlord rent you should start paying it to the court Instead of your landlord. See, did you guys hear that? Say it one more time. So if you don't want to pay your landlord rent because they're not fixing things, 
all kinds of problems with your apartment, what you can do legally is go to the court. So in New Haven, it's New Haven Housing Court, 121 Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Um, depends on where you live. But you go to your local housing court, and you, as long as you called LCI first, you can start paying your rent to the court, and the court will hold your rent money month after month until the landlord fixes your but apartment. But you're paying it, okay? You have so, to keep paying yeah. But you want to pay it yeah. because if you pay it to the court mm-hmm. and the landlord doesn't fix your apartment, they'll give you the rent money back. Yeah. So you Same. can actually get that money back. So you want to pay it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Pay it to mm-hmm. the court. Don't just stop paying it in general. No, 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 no. Don't do that. What can you do if your landlord, besides LCI, like your landlord's not fixing things? Because I think, like, think people think that because your landlord's not fixing things, they say I'm going to hold it around. Right. Yeah. So if the landlord's not fixing things, it's step one is call LCI, LCI. or whoever the housing enforcement mm-hmm. agency is. Mm-hmm. And then step two is go to the court and say, I want to, st- it's called a code enforcement action or a housing code enforcement oh, case. Oh, okay. So um, I want to pay my rent up. into the court. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, as long, so they give them, it's a three week kind of period where they give them three weeks after you call LCI. Yeah. But as soon as that's passed, you can start paying your rent to the court. You can also complain to the Fair Rent Commission in New Haven. Um, that's Fair another- Rent Commission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't have, I couldn't, I couldn't remember that name. I don't know why. Yes. Fair Rent Commission. Okay. So that's another agency. Mm-hmm. And the Fair Rent Commission can order your, can basically cut your rent. So they can order your landlord not to collect any more rent from mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. until they've fixed the problem. Yes, yes. The problem, listen, document the interactions with your landlord when problems aren't being fixed yes. because you have rights. You have My rights. problem is people get lazy till they're in trouble. Yes. And I'm going to say <laughs> it. You get lazy till you're in trouble. So now there's still uh, people that are going to listen to this and still not want to call their landlord and get a lease. And then, right. And next thing you know, they get the the lapse of time thing and they go well i heard about it but i wasn't paying attention right oh so and another thing mm-hmm. that same theme get mm-hmm. receipts get rent receipts because mm-hmm. people pay rent in cash to their landlord Mm-mm. and then never Mm-mm. get a receipt Mm-mm. landlords legally have to give you a receipt and people think oh it doesn't matter i pay mm-hmm. my rent it's fine mm-hmm. until later they get in trouble and the landlord's like you never paid me mm-hmm. and they're like yes i did, yes, I did. and mm-hmm. the landlord's like well there's no receipt so you can't go and pull out that show that you pulled out the cash and gave it to them that no. you just can't do that get so a receipt you get a receipt see if they have an online platform because i know a lot of the yes. housings now have online platforms so many don't be afraid to pay it there if you're not computer illiterate find one of your grandkids somebody's kid that you trust Right. And have them put the information on there and show you how to go on your phone and just hit the button to pay your rent every month. Yes. Just hit the button. Look. Because that tracking record is wonderful. Yes. I don't care about paying a fee when it comes to something like that. Because I got a tracking record that is w- worth way more than it's received. Right. Look, you know. if you've got a grandma or auntie right now and <laughs> mm-hmm. you don't know how she's paying her rent, ask her. Ask her if she needs help paying it online. Ask her if she needs help getting a Make receipt. Make sure she's getting a receipt. Yes. Because that old school thing is the trust. And the trust is very different now. There are people, especially with all of the changes that went through the COVID, where all these people from New York come and buying these houses and right. making them multifamily houses that weren't really multifamily houses and, you know, making them perfect for code. Mm-hmm. But then now. Or not. Now, <laughs> listen, they were, just, they were just getting people in there. Right. You know? So. It's just a matter of protecting yourself. Yep. Yeah. You don't want to be, you just don't want to be in the situation. It's horrible. Um, so we have fixing LCI first step, mm-hmm. Fair Housing Commission, Housing Court. So housing, I did that backwards. Housing Court and then Fair Housing Commission. Fair rent, fair rent commission. Fair rent commission. You can you can call the fair rent commission at the same time that you're going to housing court. Okay. Sometimes one is more backed up than the other. Yeah. Um. And sometimes one just moves faster than Take the other. Take the steps and find the phone numbers if you're not computer literate, or find right. somebody's child that you trust to do it for you. Right. Yeah. So, 
Um, that's my big thing about things not getting fixed on time. I know there's a time frame where things are supposed to be fixed that people don't know about, like filters right. in the house and things like that. Where can they find like that information? Is that the same place? That's the same place. So the so, LCI website, look mm -hmm. up the repairs? code enforcement, code enforcement. Okay. and then common violations mm -hmm. and required remediation. Yeah, if you have that locked room in your apartment and nobody's come to it in 10 years, there's a problem because there's filters or a couple things in there that need to be right. handled. Or the basement. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> that basement thing. <laughs> but, um, we, we already had the discussion about raising the rent. Mm -hmm. And so if they you have a lease and something goes on where they want to raise your rent, right? you can't have that happen. So here's Explain what you should do. Explain that to me with the raise the rent thing. Yeah. So if the landlord, you know, um, let's say either you're month to month or if you're on a year long lease, but you're like getting to the end of it mm -hmm. and the landlord says, you know, I want to raise your rent. If it's, you know, if it's. $25, if it's, you know, a reasonable amount, then, like, there's probably not much you can do. Mm -hmm. But if they want to raise it... Double it. A <laughs> huge amount, right? Yeah. Or even, mm. you know, $100, $200, like, yeah, it's depending yeah. on what your rent is. It could yeah. be a lot, right? Yeah. Like, every hurt. month. Mm -hmm. um, that's when you should complain to the Fair Rent Commission. Okay. So, that is New Haven. It's great. It's online. Yeah. You can just yeah. Google New Haven Fair Rent Commission, file a Fair Rent Complaint. They have an online website that you can fill out in, like, five minutes and they do have a phone number too so yeah I, I i figured that out but they're great because mm -hmm. they're the ones who you know once you make a complaint that kind of freezes your rent so the landlord can't raise your rent once you complain to the fair rent commission mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then you have to have a meeting with the fair rent commission and your landlord mm -hmm. you tell them what you think the rent should be the landlord will say what they think the rent should be so it's a different side of mediation it's yes fair, okay fair exactly. rent commission. it's not the court it's just the commission commission well you know people don't know the difference but the commission to me, has a little bit more power when it comes to that. It's friendlier to tenants because yeah, you don't you don't have to have a lawyer. You don't have yeah. to understand the court system. Yeah. You just fill out an online form. You don't form. have to lapse of time or quit. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so like, eh, what, this doesn't mean anything to me. It just looks like letters and words on there. Right. So how much is a landlord allowed to raise your rent, though? Really? It's kind Whatever of Whatever they really... If like, you don't go to the Fair Rent Commission, any amount. If you do go to the Fair Rent Commission, then the Fair Rent Commission will say they can only raise it an amount that's fair. And they'll look at lots of things. They'll look at, are they actually improving the apartment? Mm -hmm. Usually they're not. Mm -hmm. They'll look at, what's your income as a tenant? Has your income as a tenant gone up? Yeah. They'll actually like try to be really fair with both sides and see, like, okay, you know, if taxes are going up or different things are going up, mm -hmm. then we'll allow them to maybe raise it a little bit, but mm -hmm. not so much that it's unreasonable mm -hmm. for the tenant. I have a question, and I, because of the type of law that you practice mm -hmm. i want to know what some of the interactions have been with the tenants landlords Ooh. like do they look at you and go oh god it's there <laughs> <laughs> um, or, or do they just go it's funny i don't interact with the land i'm not, not allowed not, to interact I, with no, the landlords. Not, not interact but i'm saying right. just in the interaction during cases and things like that right i feel like i'm always interacting with their lawyers mm -hmm. um and we, you know, there's a lot of landlord lawyers who are in court at the same time mm -hmm. again and again. Mm -hmm. And so we, you know, we <laughs> we're always kind of fighting against each other. Yeah. Um, but we're used to it at this point. Yeah. It's just like, here's Sinclair again. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Especially because, you know, your service is so needed and it's so mm -hmm. such a blessing to have it. I mean, I don't know if people understand how it is. It's almost peaceful to know that you have some place you can go where you don't really have to worry about someone just 
wanting to retain you. Right. You know what I mean? It's rewarding it's, I mean, to it's, be able to. I know you sleep well because I know how I feel when I do <laughs> stuff for people. Because I know, I, listen, I know you slept well for me because <laughs> right. when I wasn't sleeping while you were sleeping. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just amazing that um, the work that you do is indemnifying for people, even mm. if it turns out, you know, a different way for them. Like, you can't always get what you want, and what you want is not always for you. Mm. So a lot of people don't understand that part portion of it. Yep. So you think you want to be somewhere when it's a lesson that you were supposed to leave that spot. And yeah. then when you leave, you realize why you weren't prospering. Like, this yes. is my situation. I want, want to explain that to you. Mm-hmm. Because I was stuck. Wow. And until I made the decision that I needed to carry my family somewhere else, Wow. I couldn't flourish. And I know you see the difference. Yes. Like I, everybody sees the difference because I, my inside is matching my outside now. Wow. I could always look like this. Yeah. But just knowing the laws and doing what I had to do and getting my family where they needed to be and having the peace of going home without the nonsense mm-hmm. has been amazing. Yes. And you're part of that. And I thank you again Aww, thank for all you. that you did for me. And I'm telling you, some of those times I was just like, I could see myself, Zoom calls looking like, misery because i was <laughs> in misery for so, for so many years mm-hmm. but as soon as i got myself out of that and you said you know what maybe it's better for you to do this instead of that mm-hmm. and it was just you give me suggestions like yeah. i give you suggestions on stuff you know yes so it's like you got a mom in one way and i got a, yes i have a law friend so it's like kind of like oh but um i thank you again for that because wow. i couldn't be who i am without your help because i would still be in that rut that i was in you know and i would still be worried about arguing and you know i couldn't help the people that are still there Mm-hmm. without your help so wow. i just want to shoot that out there thank you <laughs> i'm honored it's yes. it's super rewarding to, yeah. to do this work and i just thank god i think my parents like listen yeah it's amazing and I, it's like sometimes the work that we do there's no money in it that can compare to the feeling that we have when we have prospered or indemnified someone mm-hmm. so that is how i feel about you know even legal and yourself <laughs> so yeah. uh let's go before i get emotional uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I already asked about how much they rent. Okay. Uh, so now, this question, we're going to spend a few minutes on it. Okay. Um, Harry hasn't given me fingers yet, so I don't know where we're at. We got, yeah, maybe about 15 more minutes here. Um, He's <laughs> looking at me like, no. <laughs> but, um, um, I have always had this problem with having someone be in my place when I am not there. Mm-hmm. There are some people that are so private, they're like that. And there's some people that are so messy, they're like mm-hmm. that. Because mm-hmm. they get embarrassed when people have to go into their homes, their hoarders right. and things like that. So, I think I know the answer to this question, but I want you to elaborate more so on it because people don't understand right. that no means no, but you got to let them in. You can't complain about them not doing stuff and then... You can't come in unless I'm there and you're never home. Yeah. So can I, as a tenant, refuse to let the landlord enter my apartment? Um, do I have to let them know whenever? This is a big this is a big question. Yeah. So as a as a baseline, um, I guess there's good news and bad news. Yeah. As as a baseline, a landlord cannot go into your apartment without your consent mm-hmm. unless it's an emergency. Mm-hmm. Um and so if, you know, again, like you said, no means no. If mm-hmm. you say the landlord can't come in, mm-hmm. then legally they're not allowed to come in. However, you're not allowed to unre- be unreasonable 
in not letting them in. Yeah. Um, and so what that usually means, like it's it's kind of this undefined term in the law, re- reasonable, unreasonable. But what that usually means in practice is if they give you notice in writing mm-hmm. and they give you notice in advance mm-hmm. um, and you don't have a really good reason, um, then you do have to let them in. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, then, you know, they can take action against you. So mm-hmm. um, if they, you know, if they just text you or call you in the morning and say, I'm coming today, you don't have to let them in. No, no. Um, you need 24 hours, right? Right. So you have mm-hmm. to, and I mean, at least 24 hours, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. again, it's it's what's reasonable. And sometimes yeah. if it's 24 hours, but it's a holiday or you're sick, you know, even then that's, that's not really Yeah, a reasonable. lot of people had COVID, you know, so they put COVID on the door, you know, so right. they would know. Exactly. And, um, um, but see, this is a question that I have with that. If um, you have issues with your cleanliness or things like that, remember that you are a tenant. Mm-hmm. So you still have to treat it like it's someone else's place, but not in the worst. So God let them in. Right. For a but reason. What do, but that's what I'm saying, for a reason. But mm-hmm. what if they decide that they want to use the fact that you're not clean against you. Right. So you realize I have any people out there that have the situation to understand that that is something they can use. They can. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, it, it depends on the situation, right? Like, um, the, the reason they might use that against you most often is if, you know, stuff is broken or damaged or if, you know, there's a problem with like, you know, mice or mm-hmm. some sort of infestation, mm-hmm. they might try to use that against you. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you know, you can always request 24 or even 48 hours notice, mm-hmm. right? Always mm-hmm. say that like, hey, I need some advance notice so I can, you know, clean up and mm-hmm. know before you're coming. Um, and also, you know, um, it depends on the landlord. You know, some landlords won't care. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, you should also look at your lease, right? Like a, a landlord can put rules in the lease saying, mm-hmm. you know, what you have to do, you know, what you can and can't do. And there's often no rules about, you know, uh, cleaning or sometimes there are rules. About Is fire ha- hazard something that's normally in um, like your lease, like fire hazards? Like you just can't walk through their house. It's just. I don't know if the fire hazards are usually in the lease, but that's usually something that's just a legal requirement anyways. That mm-hmm. if, if you literally can't get through your house, like if your house is so dirty or so full of things that you can't get to the exits, mm-hmm. um, then that's just a violation that I'd actually, I don't actually know. I'd have to look this up to be more certain about like mm-hmm. how or why they might use that against you. But there's, you know, there's, there's laws that there's just laws about like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, fire code violations and fire code hazards that, um, are not just obligations for the landlord, but also for the tenant. That, okay. Um, you have to be able I think to Harry's trying to get the questions, <laughs> 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 but, um, it, it's, it's amazing that people sometimes want to use that. Why they can't come in. Mm-hmm. Don't realize that that is something that they, it kind of can be held against them. Not like completely, but right. Um, and it, it depends on the situation. Again, ctlawhelp.org, great resource, great yeah. website. Um, and then also, I forgot, on ctlawhelp.org, there's a live chat feature. Yes. And so at all times, there's it. law students um, who are just there, just yeah, sitting, waiting to answer questions. Yep, yep, yep. So if you go on that website and you have a question yeah. and you're reading the website, you don't understand it, yeah. you just type in the live chat and say, hey, my landlord wants to come in, what do I do? And someone, someone, an actual person, a law student, a human will being, respond will do to it. Yes, a real human. Hey, 
there is Jaywan Carter. Hi, Jaywan. I missed your face. <laughs> and you see, did you see? He's talking about oh, you. Oh, I see it. Yeah. Jaywan, hi, honey. He's reading your question. What's that? Retaliation this cases. Question. Yes, yes. Yes, we cases. haven't talked yes. about that. Yes, yes, yes. Let's, we got a second. Retaliation cases. Let's okay. go. Okay. I can so, talk about it. How do you do it? Yeah. So retaliation is a legal term mm-hmm. for when your landlord mm-hmm. uh, is punishing you or taking revenge or trying oh, to boy. do something against you mm-hmm. um, for exercising mm-hmm. your rights. Yes. Uh, so a lot of people, for example, are scared to call LCI. My or life. They're scared to pay rent to court or go to the Fair Rent Commission. Mm-hmm. Um, they're scared to complain to the landlord or you know to anyone because they're afraid of what the landlord will do. Well, let's talk about uh, Jay Wan knows this. How about because they've seen how they treated somebody else that? Yes. Because, you know, yep. so they see how other people were treated when they've done that. Right. And they get scared of that. Yeah. You know, because phone calls will be made and it's like, oh, well, we know. Don't listen to this one. I literally had somebody say, don't listen to her. She's crazy. She did this. She did that. <laughs> and then when the other side turned and they realized that they they just moved. Right. It was just easier for them to move out. Right. Yeah. It's... It's so frustrating, and legally there are like protections, mm-hmm. but um, you know you have to be willing to to take the risk as well. Mm-hmm. And so you know, for example, if the landlord tries to evict you mm-hmm. or tries to you know punish you in some way after you have called LCI or because of you know problems in your house, mm-hmm. then you know you can go to the judge and say they're only doing this because I tried to call LCI, and that's a defense to the eviction case. The landlord's not allowed to. You know, especially if it's just they're just ending your lease. They're not allowed to just mm-hmm. end your lease mm-hmm. because you tried to go to court, mm-hmm. because you tried to call LCI, yeah. because you tried to get things fixed. Yeah. Um, they're also not allowed if you have a fair rent complaint. If you complain to the mm-hmm. Fair Rent Commission mm-hmm. and they say, okay, well, I'm just going to end your lease then if you don't want to mm-hmm. pay my higher rent. The Fair Rent Commission will then also take a mm-hmm. retaliation complaint. And that's mm-hmm. great because... With the Fair Rent Commission, usually if you know if you complain to them about a rent increase, mm-hmm. it might take them a few months to actually hear your case. Yeah. But if you tell them the landlord's retaliating, yeah. trying to evict me or mm-hmm. harassing me or cutting off my services, yeah. then they will take your case immediately. Yeah. Um, and they will hear the retaliation part it's of your the complaint urgency. urgently yeah. urgency. to say, landlord, you have to stop doing this yes, right yes, now. Yes. And make sure these are genuine and actual factual concerns. Right. Because that's the thing about it. Some people go, well... Um, this happened and that happened and then realized it was something else or somebody else that did it. Right. Like I had a friend that um had a, a confrontation with someone, mm-hmm. but that person wasn't on their lease. So they changed the locks. But I was like, you can't change the lock. Oh, wow. So this is a different era. I said, you can't change the locks. Now your landlord doesn't know. Right. So, yep. you know, she told the landlord and the landlord was like, well, why did you just tell me? And I would have changed the locks. Right. He's like, well, because you would have charged me. But you know what? Listen, yes, you got to do it right. Always try to talk to the landlord mm-hmm, first, whether mm-hmm. it's repairs mm-hmm. with any issue, right? Mm-hmm. Try to talk to them first mm-hmm. and don't, you know, don't, don't escalate to court or LCI mm-hmm. unless they're not responding. With mm-hmm. a lot of my clients, the landlords just don't respond. And so mm-hmm. that's the problem. But if the landlord, give the landlord a chance, right? Like give them an opportunity. Give them the opportunity. To actually yeah. help. And then on a, a totally, oh, and I, I need to put this out there because I know the people that do it. And I'm sorry that I have to say it because you do do it. When you have people come stay in your house mm-hmm. and they're not on the lease and they've stayed, what is it, 14 days longer? Or is it? It's usually, I mean, it's usually written into the lease how yeah. long you can have an, okay, uh, an occupant, but 14 days is, that. Off, is common. Pay attention to that yeah. because there comes a point where you can't lock somebody out of your house because you let them stay so long. Mm. You know, so now they, they feel like they have residence. So 
I try to explain to people that if you have a visitor, they're a visitor. Right. And make sure you even get that in writing. Right. I said, you can get that in writing. Take them take them to your bank. Right. And have them do the paper. Say, I'm only staying here for 14 days. And after that, yeah. I can leave. And I have to leave if I'm told right. to leave. And if they don't want to sign that, then that might not be somebody you want to have you know, right. on your couch for the week. And you got to check your lease first. The lease might say five days. And, mm. you know, some land, a lot now of landlords have the cameras. Lease. They'll have cameras to look and see who's coming in Violating your house. Violating the lease. Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. So... But the other thing I'll say just on retaliation real quick mm-hmm. is um, some people are afraid of retaliation from even just like talking to their neighbors. Because I think a lot of times people feel like, oh, you know, there might be more safety in numbers, but I don't want to talk to others. And I always encourage tenants to talk to their neighbors, talk to other people in your mm-hmm. buildings, talk to, p- to other people who have your same landlord, mm-hmm. because there is strength in numbers. And that actually protects you more if you're all together. If you know, a bunch of tenants at the same time. And don't give up. I mean, like, I'm going to tell you, I didn't give up. I didn't give up. I left. I'm almost a year out. And now there's 48 cases. So people are still calling me going, oh, my goodness, you told us. And, you know, it it is what it is. Right. But um, then in addition to that, it's just some people that just stayed. They just uh, just stayed. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. And people give up hope. But don't, like, have hope. You have Talk to your neighbors. Yes. You have the right to be safe and comfortable where you're living it's right. very important for you to be safe and comfortable yeah now comfort for some people is different levels right reasonable comfort right reasonable comfort right okay. so when you don't have to have your ac that goes to 12 degrees <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have to have the 100 degree heat yes you know so you know there's certain things that just you have to have so right. know your rights and it's very important is there anything, anything, anything specifically you'd like people to know in the last few minutes? And I want you to go ahead and just roll your data bank. Anything we need to go back over? Yeah, I think, again, just pointing people to resources again. Um, so my social media is The Tenant Lawyer on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook right now, actually, although I'm not on that as much. Um, but the big one is ctlawhelp.org. anyway? Sure, yeah. Um, ctlawhelp.org slash evictions ctlawhelp.org slash repairs or ctlawhelp.org slash fair rent all three of those websites just have great information and a live the chat the tenant lawyer oh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> as I say uh, attorney Sinclair Williams Esquire because <laughs> <laughs> he deserves all that and then the last <laughs> Go ahead. you're really gassing me up here I know <laughs> my job that's right that's true <laughs> and then the last thing um is connecting with other tenants so there's connecticut tenant union cttu they have a website um there's like a big tenant union in hamden now awesome. and there's one that's growing in new haven um and that's a hint that it's not been easy out there y'all it has not so definitely get those leases yes yes especially yes, those yes. people that are comfortable where they're at mm-hmm. there is mm-hmm. there's power in numbers though definitely definitely yeah. I thank you so much. Thank you so yes. much. You've been listening to Marcy Lynn once again on WNHHLP 103.5 New Haven Independence Community Radio. Have a wonderful week, guys. See you next Thursday. Blessings come down. Blessings come down. Hallelujah.